0: Bush and Ritchie here with another podcast for you. I just think the the cliffhanger that we left last night's podcast on has to be addressed and dealt with immediately.
1: Yes, has the nation ever been so much on tenterhooks all about cheese on toast?
0: I feel, coming into this podcast, like I felt ahead of the England versus Germany 1996 semi-final. <laughs> Do you know that kind of pit of stomach feeling? Yeah, yeah, yeah. How's yeah. it going to go? Euro 96
1: has been great. Is it going to be okay? That's how I feel about this cheese on toast story. So yesterday on the podcast, You'll remember, because it's probably the most recent podcast you listen to um, I was being teased with the world's greatest cheese on toast uh, My wife had it on some kind of brunch I was kind of thinking, what can be so great about cheese on toast? It's yeah. cheese on toast I've
0: been doing it for 41 years We googled a few different possible options But I don't know, nothing was really special Was it like ham? It ham underneath the cheese or a bit of mustard? Chilli jam
1: Really? Chilli jam Ooh. So chili jam on your, your bread, turns out to be toast, then cheese on top of that. Um, it worked. It so really worked. This is different to say you get a relish. It's not a relish. Not a relish. This is a chili jam. Chili jam. Uh, there are many supermarkets you could choose to go to. This was an Asda chili jam. Wow, OK, so kind of run of the mill. It was extra special. Oh, OK, actually. sorry,
0: I don't want to do you guys down. It's just how they roll in where. And, wear. <laughs> <laughs> and how, would you definitely
1: score it like 10 out of 10 for cheese on toast? Do you know what? I, I, I raved about it, so I'd say a good... I couldn't fault it. Yeah, 10 out of 10. Well, there you go. She yeah. had, um, what's it called? The green vegetable. What's it called? Green vegetable. Gherkin. Very popular. No, very popular. Pepper. No, really popular, trendy vegetable. Avocado. That's it. She had avocado What with, on what? With the chili jam and the cheese. Oh, I don't know about that. Yeah, I couldn't care for yeah,
0: that. Yeah, a bit too far there. Is
1: avocado a veg? I think it's a fruit.
0: We always end up googling <laughs> in this. I'm going to Google <laughs> Let's now. Let's find
2: out at the end of the podcast.
0: What? Another little cliffhanger for you folks. Find out at the end of the podcast.
2: Absolute Radio.
0: The Hometown Podcast with Bush and Richie
2: with Tesco Mobile. Every little helps.
0: The featured artist for today. <laughs> The band that could win you £2,000 on the acker That's the Arctic Monkeys on home
1: time. Dan, Ronnie and Lindsay on the A43 eating some sweet as chocolate brownies in the car, travelling home to Leeds from High Wycombe. So not everyone's on the Hobnobs.
0: I think that's the next level up from Hobnobs. (laughs) So can you beat that in terms of brownies? Let us know, 8-12-15. Speaking of beating... Yeah, (laughs) I wish. How did your
1: badminton go? Do
0: you know I played badminton this morning. I had to Google the rules (laughs) on the way there. Because thank you, by the way, to everyone yesterday who got in touch. We were talking about alternative sports. Sports that are off the beaten path a little bit. I would consider badminton in that kind of ballpark. Yeah. Uh, so play played for the first time with producer Brian. He absolutely mulled me. Really? You know when someone's quite bad at something, around, I'm the one running around and rolling and diving, doing he-man rolls left, right and centre, trying to catch the shuttlecock. Brian hardly moved. just a blur. If it,
1: if it was a game of football, what would the score have been? 4-0. Really? I didn't win a game. You got walloped. I
0: think we had four matches and it didn't win a game. <laughs> but you know the worst thing about it was, and I don't want to go into a weird detour about this, he turned up five minutes late into our court hire, so it was re- he was winding me up. I thought, like, yeah. you idiot. Uh, then, so he thought, right, well, he wasn't changed, he was in civilian wear. So he decided to, like, get... Naked to change in the corner of the gymnasium, the courts we were playing. That's in. not right. At one point, he was fully naked. You know the way when you're four years old, you pull your entire pants and shorts down to go yeah. for a week He did that in a, in a badminton court.
1: That is awful. Isn't that awful? Do you it not overshadow the game? Do you not think that the five minutes late and the stripping naked in front of you yeah. was actually part of why you got walleted? It,
0: it must have been factored. <laughs> put the you off your game. It literally. <laughs> I might not ever play again. But yeah, it's not a great start to my badminton career. We got Oasis next. Home
2: time mobile their tariff promise means no price hikes mid-contract giving you peace of mind tesco mobile every little helps terms and conditions apply
0: Song of the night so far, a classic from Oasis, The Master Plan on Absolute Radio. This is home time on a Thursday
1: night. John, plumbing and brum, chocolate hobnobs are the middle class dunking biscuit. You just like feel that, that little bit more posh than when you're dunking chocolate digestives.
0: Yeah, I, I'm, I'm fine with that. I agree. They're, they're definitely a step up from chocolate <laughs> digestives. I just don't think, like the earlier listener who was on, uh, that chocolate hobnobs are necessarily an upgrade from basic run-of-the-mill original
1: hobnobs. The wind is blowing my way,
0: my friend. I feel that like it might be a little bit.
1: <laughs> uh, we are in Bur- Working on a mission. It's an important one to find the nation's best fish and chip shop. It is our time chip shop tour with Malden Salt. If you think your local chippy is worth its salt, see what I've done. There. Oh, I love what you've done. Tell there. us at absoluteradio.co.uk and we could be paying it a visit. And while you are there, you could win a £400 dining experience and Malden Salt to cook with at home. It's the time chip shop tour Come with Malden Salt. Here it is. All good food starts with a pinch.
0: Love that bit, love that bit. Uh, so today, uh, we've got... How long is it until we go on the tour? It's the 18th of March, isn't it? So we've not got that long. Uh, 11 days. 11 days. We start to escalate up our... Tr- we're trying to work out a bit of science so that we're well-informed when we go and do this mm-hmm. uh, chip shop tour. So tomorrow, we're off to molden the home of the sea salt, the lovely people that have been uh, sponsoring our tour. And when they're going to show us how... To make salt? Is that what we
1: call, are calling it? I don't it? think they make it, but I think you're so close with a word that rhymes with it. And I hope I haven't got this wrong. I don't want to uh, uh, offend anyone. At no, moment. no, no. I think there's a rake involved. There's a raking of
0: I salt. I think you rake salt. So they don't make it, they just rake it.
1: Well, I mean, you rake it and then you make it, I Maybe guess. Maybe you do. What's there must first? Be, there must be some kind of refining going on <laughs> for this fine <laughs> product that they're so successful with. So we're going to head into deepest, darkest Essex, just
0: down the road from where I live, actually, in Leon So It's not that far away. Uh, but it would be interesting to see what they get up to in there. And I've never been... Apparently, the, the village of Malden is a lovely place as well, isn't it? Salt everywhere. It's, it's made out of salt. Literally yeah. salt everywhere. Yeah, It's like a, a salt funhouse. Uh, so we'll report back on that, but there's a very important deadline, which you guys need to be aware of today. Midnight. Is it midnight tonight? Yeah. Is that, is that when the That's it, yeah. Have you just made that up? No, not at all, no. So people if you were to <laughs> if you were to <laughs> submit your chip shop at like say five past twelve. You're not
1: in. You have to wait for the 2020 tour.
0: That'd be a long old wait, wouldn't it? <laughs> long old wait. You have until midnight tonight to tell us about your chippy, get online now, absoluteradio.co.uk. <laughs>
3: They asked for a podcast. We told them to do it themselves. And here it is, the Hometime Podcast with Bush and
1: Richie. Nirvana, Just speaking about our Hometime Fish and Chip Shop tour, uh, which we're going on in about a week's time. Blimey. Uh, Heading off to uh, Malden tomorrow. Uh, Malden Salt very much helping us get this tour on. We're seeing how the salt is uh, made and raked and such like Harry got in touch saying you should only be allowed to use the wooden forks provided at chippies when you're tasting makes the mushy peas more of a challenge
0: well we had a little start off of the scoring procedure that we're going to use you, you unveiled your the chip index chip, yeah. in, chip index yesterday on the show you can still see that video on twitter at the moment uh, this is another thing i guess it's a great level to make sure everyone's got a, we use a wooden fork mm. however right i know it's proper traditional fish and chips to eat with a wooden fork they really remind me of do you remember if you were ill and the doctor came to your house, they would put something on your tongue? <laughs> it really reminds me of that. know <laughs> what I mean? It's like 50-50. Or if you've got if you're playing clarinet and you accidentally suck the reed a bit too much.
1: I don't think Do what mean? I don't think I've ever sucked I mean? the reed. No, but um... the reed.
0: Just to get a bit of spit on the reed. Okay. Oh, it's taking me back already. Oh my god, can't play next.
2: The no repeat guarantee. Accumulator. Accumulator.
0: So Absolute Radio is the home of the no-repeat guarantee. We play more music and don't ever repeat a song from 9am
1: in the Dave very Breakfast Show to 5pm, home time with us. We now also give you the chance to win cash today. It's £2,000. We're going to call one of you back and try and give away the cash. Remember, you need to answer the phone within five rings and know today's featured artist.
0: Uh, Richie, is the phone of Omens ready? It's ready. It's ready to go. Let's dial somebody up. Let's call the person who's been randomly selected.
3: Hello?
0: Hello, Bush and Ritchie from Hometime Calling. Who have we got on the line?
3: Um, it's Rebecca Blewett.
0: <laughs> Rebecca Blewett, where are you at the moment right now?
3: I'm in West Wales.
0: Be more specific.
3: Um, near uh, cardigan.
0: More specific than just be near a cardigan? <laughs>
3: <laughs> <laughs>
0: uh, OK, you in work or are you in your house? What are you doing? I'm
3: um, just turned up at... I'm, I'm house-sitting, so I've just turned up at a house-sit. She's um, so sketchy.
0: Sketchy character, yeah. this woman. Really sketchy.
1: <laughs> Rebecca, we have one more question for you. It's a very, very important question. Who is today's featured artist on the No Repeat Guarantee Accumulator?
2: You too? Mm.
1: Rebecca. Rebecca, and your surname's Blewett as well. <laughs> I'm afraid you have, because <laughs> oh, it's not you too. Oh. What? It's not you too. No. Oh, no, 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 no.
3: That's it, Monkey's. Oh, my God. Yeah, that was oh, yesterday's one.
1: Rebecca. Oh, that is such oh, a
0: shame. No, no. Rebecca, I'm no so way. sorry. There's nothing we can do. We can't turn back time if only things were different. Oh, oh, oh Rebecca.
1: I had it written down on the wrong side of the paper and I turned it over. <laughs> oh, Rebecca. Oh, God. You really did
0: blow it! Rebecca, what we're going to do, because we do feel bad for you, we're going to send you some molten salt. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, we're doing a chip shop tour. What about that? Does that make things a little bit better?
2: Oh, just about. Oh. We'll, we'll sign
0: it as well. Sign salt. salt.
1: <laughs> uh, look, really oh, sorry you didn't know far. the name of today's artist. That means it's a rollover. We are adding another £2,000 to the pot. If you entered today, you're still in the draw. So there's £4,000 to be won tomorrow. And if you didn't win today, you might be lucky tomorrow. Uh, listen to the Dave Berry Breakfast Show at 9 o'clock to hear the name of tomorrow's featured artist and just make sure you write it on the right side of the piece yeah, of paper. Yeah, you can write it down. Just get it on
0: the right side.
2: The Radio.
3: The Hometime Podcast with Bush and Richie. It's what happens when you take out all the music, travel, news, regular news, and adverts from the show. Unfortunately,
0: it still contains the two of them talking. So it's World Book Day today. Happy World Book Day. Happy World Book Day. Thank you. It's great. And yeah, happy one to see you as well, Richie. Happy World Book Day, producer Adem. Uh, and uh, these kids. Care. Kids dressed up as their favourite characters in books I like that. and stuff, which are oh, brilliant. They're all dressed up, is great. And there's people on Facebook and Twitter uh, talking about what books inspired them. But you know what? I don't really care because not all books are good, are they? Let's not be absolutely honest. Not all books are good. Some books, a lot of books are brilliant, but quite a lot of books are absolutely <laughs> awful, aren't they? And that's what I think we need to talk about <laughs> honestly today. <laughs> Everybody listening to this right now has got one book that's been the bane of their life at school.
1: I would agree with you. I, w- I would reinforce your your thoughts here. Let's be pre- honest about predominantly it.
0: Predominantly, book's great, but there's always one. There's always one. There's one that's a bane of your life at school. You've probably had to do that thing where... You ever had to do a thing where you've gone through and read a paragraph each around the classroom? Yeah. What is all that about? <laughs> it was all We had to do that with A Tale of Two Cities, a real... Old version of A Tale of Two Cities by Charles Dickens.
1: Hate that book. Yeah. Ruin my life. The communal read in the classroom with a paragraph each, that was torture.
0: Pride and Prejudice. We did a huge project on that at GCSE by Jane Austen. absolutely awful book. Bane of my life. So that's the one for you? For me, Jane Austen's Pride and Prejudice, worst thing ever, Bane of my life. Could I nominate... Go on.
1: Geoffrey Chaucer, A Canterbury Tale. What an absolute perler! I can't tell you what year it was of my secondary school, but I do remember for a whole year in English just doing A Canterbury Tale. And, like, obviously it's really, really old English that makes it harder. It's unbelievable. That was the bane of my life. That is written
0: in the language on the ring in Lord of the Rings. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> that, that entire thing. <laughs> so, look, get it off your chest. Yes, brilliant, World Book Day or whatever, but let's be honest about it, not all books are fantastic. What book was the bane of your life, 8-12-15? <laughs>
2: the Hometime
0: Podcast with Bush and Richie.
2: Absolute Radio.
0: We are being real about World Book Day. And just telling it like it is, not all books are
1: great. Some are terrible. What book was the bane of your life back at school? In the duration of Green Day, so it's not a very scientific uh, survey, but (laughs) the books that are coming in the most... The book index. uh, Jeremy and Watford, uh, Kelly also, both saying of Mice and Men and many others of you. Oh, we never did that one. Steinbeck, I believe, that one. Do you ever have to do that one? Uh, Yeah, oh yeah. I really hope it was about men and mice. (laughs) Like being able to communicate and stuff. (laughs) A lot of people also sang Animal Farm. Can't have that myself. I was in a school production of Animal Farm. I was Napoleon the Pig. so well, you know. fond, rem- <laughs> fond memories of it. Uh, and also, I'm not having Captain Corelli's Mandolin from Denny on the A120 oh, heading
0: north. That is an awful, awful book. Captain. It's a great movie. No, it's, it's a good, it's an all right movie. Nicholas Cage, Nicolas Penelope Cage. Cruz. Uh, lovely accent there Thanks as well. Thank you very much. Like on the news when they do foreign <laughs> football teams. But uh, you go and you read it on holiday, don't you, Captain Corelli? So they are brilliant. In fact, I actually went to Kefalonia. I
1: went to Kefalonia. Did you read it at No, I saw the movie. <laughs>
0: <laughs> it's awful. <laughs> Bane Your Life. Rowan Higgins says, Great Expectations by Dickens. Bored to tears. And I love literature. Keeley says, Bleak House and Brave New World by Huxley. Uh, Helen Gordon says, The Hobbit. I've still never finished it. And then they have the ador- uh, audacity to turn it into three movies. <laughs> it's only 100 <laughs> so pages long. And then Gene uh, says, As You Like It by Shakespeare. There's a lot of Shakespeare stuff coming in.
1: More of my cement Men coming in. It's a bad <laughs>
0: day for John Steinbeck. we A really bad day for Steinbeck. <laughs> 8, 12, 15, Florence and the Machine next.
2: Home time with Bush and Richie mobile their tariff promise means no price hikes mid-contract giving you peace of mind tesco mobile every little helps terms and conditions apply
1: it's not been a good evening for Of Mice and Men. Ben in High Wycombe, another one who's wading in on it. Sorry, guys, another vote. Uh, wow. But Crocky has also texted saying, Bush, Richie, you should be ashamed of yourselves. Of Mice and Men is the best book you'll ever read, you mugs. Wow. I might change my station. Come on now. Just imagine if Absolute Radio took a bit of a dive in fortunes. Yeah. They, they tracked it back to the 7th of March. Yeah, our boss was saying, what were you lot doing on the 7th of March? <laughs> God, Crocky was right. If only we'd left
2: <laughs>
0: listen to Crocky. Charlie Garrick says, what about Death of a Salesman? We did did this at A-Level, and Death of a Salesman goes into that category of something that you've read, but you don't understand anything that happens. (laughs) I had literally no idea what was going Uh,
1: on. Bill is hanging on. Bill, what was the bane of your life? The bane of my life was Robinson Crusoe.
0: (laughs) (laughs) See, you think Robinson Crusoe, you think fun, ripped shirts, messages in bottles, that kind of thing, but what was
1: it like for you reading it? Well, well, (laughs) at the end of my... Uh, year at school, I'd have been a bit bad report from my English teacher. Right. I must improve my handwriting. <laughs> so, this is going to the school holidays, sun shining, the kids are out playing, and where am I? Stuck to the blooming kitchen table, yeah, with dad leaning over me, making me do handwriting, yeah reading and uh, writing pages out for this Blooming Robinson Crusoe book. So, you, oh, hang on, so hang on, you, you had to read it and write. You had to basically rewrite Robinson Crusoe <laughs> for your summer holiday. Pretty much, yes. Wow, oh
0: your, your summer holiday was one big detention in many ways. Didn't
1: you? <laughs> was it? Oh, Pretty God. much it was, yes. And isn't everybody out there playing with their footballs and I mean they're writing bloody Robinson Crusoe. It's like, it's <laughs>
0: like Angela's Ashes. It really is. <laughs>
2: Radio.
3: The Hometime Podcast with Bush and Ritchie is what happens when you take out all the music, travel, news, regular news and adverts from the show. Unfortunately, it still contains the two of
1: them talking. Uh, I'd like to open up right now the Turn Up for the Books database. Just open for the next 15 minutes or so. Uh, just for uh, those occasions in life where something happens, you're like, what? This, this is a Turn Up For The Books. Proper Turn Up For The Books. That would be the TFTBD, maybe. That's it. It's That's what catchy. we'll call it. It's really catchy. So today, uh, committed to uh, heading out this morning when I'm at, uh, at home, uh, and we're all getting ready, and I've just had my shower upstairs, I'm getting dressed. Mm-hmm. I walk down there, I'm thinking to myself, as I'm, as I'm putting my trousers on, I'm thinking, it's cold. Yeah. There's a draft somewhere. Something's What's going, going on? on. Better sort out the central heating. Not made of money. No, exactly. <laughs> so I go to the top of the stairs to try and investigate this uh, draft, just wearing t T-shirt and uh, pants, and I just I discover the front door is open, and my wife is in her coat, holding Rocco. He's in his, all his baby garb. Yeah. They're ready to go. Oh, wow. The front door's open. I haven't even got my trousers on. <laughs> <laughs> this never, ever happens. First time ever, yeah. they're ready before me to go out.
0: You have insinuated a couple of times, we always have a little meeting over in the cafe, that you, you say sometimes that one of the most frustrating things when you've got the morning to do stuff like we have with this with this job is that you can't all get the whole family ready at the same time to get out of the house
1: in one go. No. So this is a, it's quite a curveball. It was a turn-up for the books. It, I was not expecting
0: it. you? T- so I've got a turn-up for the books I'd like to throw in. Go on. For the database, right? Normally, uh, I'm you have to be dead on it with the bins. In our on our roads because they, they come down really early they come down to like 7.45 in the morning mm-hmm. and if you don't put them there they'll are obviously like they speed past them, no chance and I completely mucked up Wednesday morning, yesterday morning uh, late, completely forgot about it my other half, Katie, was saying oh my god, you need to put the bins out and I was thinking oh, this is a waste of time I ran out there in my tracky bottoms put the bin bags down and for some reason they were late by about an hour and a half and I managed to get all of the bins collected even though I mucked it up
1: File it in the Turn Up for the
0: Books database Going to put it in there Home Time Podcast
3: with Bush and Ritchie. If you're listening, it's probably not home time anymore, but we can't be bothered to think of a new name.
2: Absolute Radio.
1: Another entry for our Turn Up For The Books database uh, from Ronan, who texts, when you're running late for the train and you're about to be late for work, that's when a train running late is actually a turn up for the books.
0: It's like life smiling on you a little bit. Yeah, you know it mean It's normally yeah. typically, it's directly the other way. Yeah. You think, oh, typical, but sometimes you just get these little breaks. I think. Uh, For me, another one, just chucking the mix with this last night, um, the supermarket, which I won't name, at the end of our road, and I always joke about this from my other half, but they always are missing one of the key items (laughs) for anything you want for tea. You can't have any idea for anything for tea. They've normally got like three out of the four things. Last night, we had fish, couscous, broccoli, all three. It was a clean sweep, Richie. I've
1: never seen anything like it. It's a clean sweep. I'm not necessarily <laughs> excited about your dinner last <laughs> night. No, no,
0: it wasn't the best meal, i will be honest with you, but it was a turn up for the books. Home time with
2: Bush and Richie. With Tesco Mobile, giving you peace of mind as standard with no price hikes mid-contract. Tesco Mobile, every little helps. Terms and conditions apply.
1: Just before six, we opened uh, the Turn Up For The Books database. Uh, One final call on that for now from Charlie in Rickmansworth. Lost my iPad last night, left it on the top of my van. Drove off. A random good guy came to our yard today asking if anyone here drives a little white van who lost an iPad last night. Smash screen, but still works. It's my little win for the day. That's amazing. That does not normally happen.
0: Turn Up For The Books is in the database. Lucky so-and-so. So as I alluded to a bit earlier on, I put the bins out on Wednesday morning, yesterday morning. Uh, and I don't know if anyone else ever has a situation, but I caught a glimpse of myself in the window of a car as I was leaning over to drop the recycling on the floor. And I thought, oh, my God, I look absolutely awful. <laughs> Do you ever look at yourself sometimes and think, you are absolutely going to pop? And there's just something about the outfit that you put on
1: for taking the bins out, it's particularly bad. I think that is, in your defence, a thing. Bin outfits are never good. You're never going to look your best. Why is it, though? There's
0: something about the bin outfit that is beyond any form of anything else you might put on to slob around in. Honestly, I look like I was in Belmarsh. (laughs) (laughs) Grey tracky bottoms on, horrible faded black shirt with rips on the arms. It's just what happened the worst thing was and I, I presume a lot of people do this as well rather than I can't be bothered to put proper shoes on shoes on properly what I do is put my toes into my trainers and then walk with them without the heels on like Death flip of flops of many a
1: good pair of trainers that kind of behaviour what, what is with the whole bin outfit thing you're unlucky having to put it out first thing in the morning yeah that's the thing isn't it 7.30 I c- I c- 7.45 I put mine out at night and they'll still be fine.
0: See, this is it. We're not allowed wheelie bins. Oh, really? In our bit of Leon C's. There's no wheelie bins, so you have to put them out in the morning, otherwise the fox just go, ah, yeah.
1: foxes just go, whee! They'll, they'll get it. What is your kind of outfit
0: then, Richie, for when you're like putting bins out and stuff? You've got like, a little look that you wear.
1: Well, because I can put it out at 10 o'clock at night in the wheelie bin, I go out and me dish dash. You're joking me. No, I don't. As in,
0: like... Yeah. What is In your mind, what's dish dash? <laughs>
1: So it's a very specific piece of clothing.
0: Hold on a minute. I thought dishdash was uh, slang for completely naked. No, 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 no. I in don't your dishdash no, down the driveway
1: naked. Anyone else
0: think he was saying naked then? No, no. Oh, no. I did it in my
1: dishdash. No, no, no. So uh, my my father-in-law uh, has done a lot of work in Dubai, right? Uh, and has come back with these uh, dishdashes that the gentlemen wear out there because it's all very hot. And it's, it's kind of like a light, it's kind of like a light piece of loungewear. This
0: is unbelievable.
1: <laughs> I've never, I don't even know
0: what this might look like. Who are you, Imran Khan?
1: <laughs> well, it's not far off. Is it really? Yeah. That's amazing. So that's what I'd wear.
0: Right, okay, I'm I'm going to put a song on <laughs> and I'm going to get online. I need to see this right now.
2: Absolute radio.
0: The Home Time Podcast with Bush and Ritchie. Home Time on a Thursday night. Do us a favour, if you've got a particular outfit that you always put the bins out in, let us know about it at You'd be hard-pushed to get anything more weird than Richie Firth's dish dash. This <laughs> has blown my mind. You, So let me just get this straight. You walk out to the end of your drive in the evening to put the bins out dressed like someone from the Taliban.
1: No! It no, looks no, like no, the no, Taliban. No, 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 no. It's, it's, just, it's just a very light piece of clothing. You're all covered, OK? Yeah. That's, 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 that's all it is. But
0: it's got a Middle East-type look about it, I would say.
1: Yeah, yeah, because it's hot there. Yes, okay, yeah. But you're in wear. Yes, I know. But we we have different thermostats. Natalie and myself. <laughs> in the she likes it nice and hot in the house. I get too hot, so I will wear just. <laughs> I'll wear that.
0: Is, this, and it's literally just that you were just saying in the song. There's no you don't wear any like. Do you have to, like, you know, your boxes on underneath? No, you?
1: unbelievable. Because everything's covered.
0: You know what? You live in a cul de sac. I always think stuff goes on in cul de sacs. (laughs) Do you know what I mean? Certain things just go on in a cul de sac.
2: Absolute radio.
0: They asked for a podcast. We told them to do it themselves. And here it is the Hometown Podcast with Bush and Richie. Some of the stuff you wear is just unbelievable. Like I said earlier on, I look like I was in Belmarsh trying to put the bins out on Wednesday. Uh, get in touch. Steve says, last Wednesday morning, I live in Leon C. I got up early to put the bins out, dressed in a West Ham dressing gown and slippers. I locked myself out of the house, spent 45 minutes <laughs> waiting for my wife to get up. Deary me. Uh, Adam says, the best bin attire is surely Crocs. And Duncan says, always bins out in a T-shirt, board shorts and flip-flops. However, the flip-flops are under review after dropping the food waste and covering feet and stuff. Not even a malnourished fox would give a second <laughs> Look
1: at uh, Ben is hanging on to oh. talk to us. Ben, what are you wearing to put the bins out? I literally, no word of lie, I go out in absolutely nothing. Nothing, <laughs> depending, on, depending depending on the weather. Sometimes I wear
0: shoes. Wow, that but, is unbelievable. Uh, so you go out completely starkers, not even a dish dishdash, completely starkers. No nah,
1: dishdash is for uh, yes. Yeah. Now yeah, listen, yeah. Ben, give us some kind of clarification on on how how remote your your house is. Um, well, fortunately for for everybody fairly um i don't have neighbours don't even
3: have street lights which is good when it's winter because it's dark and then no one can see
1: but um yeah because there's, there's nobody here there's a the a field couple of fields around which are full of sheep um they give a funny look obviously but um <laughs> but but they can't they haven't got hands so they can't ring the police so it's a win win for everyone <laughs>
0: That is a stock Cornish response, actually, about sheep.
1: <laughs> sheep can't ring the police. You learn something every day.
0: The Home Time Podcast with Bush and Richie.
2: Absolute Radio. Hope
0: you're enjoying the music tonight. It's Home Time. Don't forget tomorrow all your requests. It's the jukebox
1: Friday from four. Bin attire, there's been so many discussions on this over the last 35 minutes. Uh, Linda and Hip Switch uh, would recommend not wearing Crocs to the bin. Uh, husband Colin did this a few weeks ago, slipped on the ice, ended up taking him to AE. Oh, what a way to go, <laughs> Colin.
0: Actually, incidentally, I have tweeted a photo via Absolute Radio, at Absolute Radio, uh, On have a little look on Twitter. I got so much stick about my tracky bottoms when I posted the photo on Wednesday, uh, just talking about my bin attire. Mm-hmm. Uh, the amount of stick I've had about the tracky bottoms. We thought, we'll just do a little experiment. I've just put a picture out of my tracksuit bottoms, asking people what they think those trousers are called.
1: I'm not surprised you're getting the stick. It looks <laughs> to me like the knees have perished. It's not very good. They're brand new. They <laughs> <I> don't look <laughs> it. Brand new tracky bottoms. Come unbelievable. With Bush and
2: Richie. With Tesco Mobile, giving you peace of mind with no nasty bill surprises. Tesco Mobile, every little helps. Terms and conditions apply.
0: Corrections and clarifications. And we've got this weird email box of stuff that's coming over the course of this show since it's begun. And sometimes, you know, because we only check it every so often,
1: uh, you know, it refers to things we can't even remember talking about. Do you know what I mean? Arjun has been in touch... With the subject, unacceptable foods. This does make sense, he says, as an extension to the British Transport Social Police. uh, This is this task force that uh, we run. "Uh, There are relatively common foods that you guys think are unacceptable, but I think... There are foods that are unacceptable in any situation and not just on public transport. Wow, like a total ban on a whole food. Is that what said? Yes. Arjun's, Arjun then goes on to say, I firmly believe anybody who eats prawn cocktail flavoured crisps must not be trusted at all. <laughs> Keep up the good words, Arjun. That's I love it. that.
0: It's just going. See you later.
1: <laughs> it's a blanket ban. Well, I mean, I,
0: I admit that I don't think that there's a place for prawn cocktail crisps in 2019. Because they don't taste like prawn cocktail, do they, really?
1: I used to love skips in
0: my lunchbox at school. Skips are fine. There's something about, like, normal run-of-the-mill. If you saw someone eating prawn cocktail on the train, you'd be like... Well, a bog-standard crisp. Yeah. Not skips. Not skips. as long as we're keeping skips, I think I'm fine. So you're fine with what Arjun was saying there? (sighs)
1: As long as skips are fine, then yes, OK, I agree with Arjun.
0: OK, Arjun, we're willing to compromise on that. Mark's been on. He says, Hi, guys, listening to yesterday's podcast and i have thrown in my alarm clock. We were talking about long-lasting household items. Uh, my alarm clock plays the match of the day theme. It was pre- a present for my parents to help me get up in the morning from my paper round, and it still works nearly 20 years later on. That is brilliant. What an amazing thing. And the theme tune hasn't changed. It hasn't in all those years. If you've got something for corrections and clarifications, get in touch now. Hometime at Absolute Absolute
2: Radio. They asked
3: for a podcast. We told them to do it themselves. And here it is the Hometime Podcast
1: with Bush and Richie. Avocado is a tree. I... <laughs> <laughs> Avocado, this is Wikipedia, first line. Yeah. Avocado is a tree. Is it? Long thought to have come from Mexico. I'm not sure about that, Richie. <laughs> the fruit of the plant is also called an avocado.
0: But that doesn't answer our question as to whether is it a fruit or is it a vegetable.
1: The fruit of the avocado plant is right. also called an avocado. It would be like an apple tree. Well, it's exactly like yeah, it? An, it's apple just like tree. an apple tree. Apple isn't it? comes from it. Yeah, yeah. Which is a fruit. So yeah. you have got an apple tree plant. Yeah.
0: It's a fruit. I think we sorted that out. (laughs) Bill Bailey, take it away.
1: It's the podcast has officially come to me.